Merry Christmas. I'm curious how many of you have opened a gift this morning? Somebody, anybody? No hands. Who, okay, more important question, who will be opening gifts after this is done? Yeah, I knew the pressure. I know I have one person in my family up there who has me on the clock because they are looking forward to gifts. So um, this, this morning we are going to focus on gifts in different ways. And, and first of all, um, Melissa, thank you um, on behalf of the congregation for, for sharing a gift of thanks. And I want to thank you um, for the last few months as I've been up here some Sunday mornings. Um, your prayers, uh, those of you that uh, have sent notes of encouragement, words of encouragement, um, that, that has meant so much to me. And, and sincerely, thank you very, very, very much. Um, and, and it's been a privilege to, to be able to, to preach and, and say what I've needed to hear and hopefully what God wanted us, has wanted us to hear over these last few months. And as we continue the pastor search process, um, I just encourage you to keep those things in mind as, as we look forward to our next pastor. And um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll segue just a minute to say um, how important that encouragement is uh, for Melissa, for whoever the next pastor is, for who we call as other ministers. Um, serving in church is, is challenging. Uh, years ago, I, I served on a church staff in Columbia for about 12 years, and, and I saw the, the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, so I, I thank you for how you've encouraged me, and I just want to drive home that, that seed for you to remember to continue to do that for our, our current and future staff members as well, our future ministers. That encouragement is so, so important um, as, as we serve God together and as they lead us in that way. Today, um, as I said, we're going to be talking about gifts, and, and to begin that, we're going to look at a passage of Scripture from Isaiah chapter 9, and I invite you to follow along with me as I read this. Isaiah chapter 9, starting in verse 2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of God for the people of God. This, this passage is, is a wonderful passage for this morning, for Christmas. Uh, the first several verses um, paint the picture of, of what God's people look forward to putting in the past. 
um, about walking in darkness, about being oppressed, about wars and, and putting behind blood-stained rags, and moving to the truth and, and, and the, the joy and the gift of a child being born that changes things. And we are going to focus um, on, on verse 6, and specifically those, those four things that, that we, we see in that verse about what this child is all about. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. Even though this passage was, was written about six or 700 years before Jesus came into the world, um, obviously on, on our side of history, we immediately think of Jesus when we see those words. Um, but it, it was interesting in, in some study, I came across a few commentators that pointed out a, a few pieces of this that you might find interesting about those, those four characteristics of this, this child leader or this, this uh, son that was born. One commentator, uh, Richard Neil Donovan, he made a point that um, in the preceding chapters of Isaiah, there was a lot of talk of King Ahaz, the king of that time, and how these four characteristics of the new leader are, are so different than the kind of kingship, the kind of leadership that Ahaz had brought. And a change was coming. This new child, this new leader was going to bring a different kingdom. And then maybe even more interesting, a, a different commentator, Terence Frethen, talked about how these four um, throne names, is how he described them, had some similarities with when um, Egyptian pharaohs were enthroned. How they were given certain uh, nicknames isn't the right term, but they were given these throne names. And how this kind of follows in line with that and this expectation that a new king, a new ruler, a new guide is in place. And these throne names um, are, are descriptive of what that new leader brings into the world and will, will bring his people. And of course, as we think of Jesus, we think of, of, of those, those words, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Even though this passage was written so long ago and written so much before Christ, um, what I hope to do in the next few minutes is, is for us to think about, as we think about opening gifts and Christmas Day and all that comes with this, to think about the gifts that God has given us through Jesus in, in this way. Um, and I, I'm not a, a, a high and lofty kind of thinker. Um, I, I do better and I, I live more in the, how does this affect my life now? How does this help me today and tomorrow and the coming year and those kind of things? So with that in mind, I, I hope this kind of sinks in for you a little bit. Um, I, opening gifts and, and looking forward to gifts are, are something I've always enjoyed. And I, there's a story from when I was a really little kid, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 or 11 years old, um, and Christmas time that I'm kind of ashamed to tell, but, but it goes along with wanting to know what, what the gift holds, wanting to know with what is under the tree. And, and for me as that little kid so many years ago, um, 
there was a toy, Ryan talked about, you know, presents that we really want. There was a toy that I really wanted one Christmas. And uh, a few weeks before Christmas, my mom was always great. Uh, she would she would pay attention to kind of what I wanted, and, and she would um, start putting tree putting presents under the tree, you know, more than a few weeks before Christmas Day. And the presents would kind of build and things like that. And, and I noticed there was a present one day under the tree that had my name on it, and it looked like it was the size of what I really had in mind. This it had to be that toy. It had to be what it was. And I, um, I, it was, I, was, um, I would come home from school early. My parents worked late. So there was this window of time every afternoon when I was at, in my living room with this tree and that very tempting toy. And I finally, I couldn't resist anymore. I had to know. I had to know what was in that present. So I, real, I was old enough to know. I couldn't just tear the paper apart. I would get in very, very big trouble. So I carefully, in confession time, this is not what you do at home, kids. I, 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 opened, I opened the present very carefully, made sure I could seal it back up and no one would know. And I'll tell you what, I was so disappointed I had ruined Christmas morning. I, w- I was let down by that gift. Um, and, and then the whole thing of, of having a kind of fake Christmas day when, when I did really open it and, oh, wow, I'm so surprised, you know, kind of thing. It was, it was terrible. It was a life lesson for me. And that's not a great illustri- illustration to share with you, but, but this idea of knowing what God has given us through Jesus there are some things that are so mysterious and that we continue maybe to get glimpses of as we walk through our faith day by day and year by year. But there are four things that I, I've found in my own life and I've found to be gifts that I've held on to in my faith journey that come from this verse, verse 6, that I want to share with you and, and you may be a person that, that underlines things in your Bible or write something down on a card and puts it on your bathroom mirror or maybe puts it on your, your phone, your screensaver, maybe one of these jumps out to you. And if it does, I, I encourage you to grab it, to hold on to it as a promise, as a gift that God wants you to know he is giving you and has given you through Jesus. The first, the, the wonderful counselor, wonderful counselor, um, we know the New Testament talks about counselor being God's spirit. And, and I can't help but read this description of Jesus and think about God's spirit's role in our life. The gift of God's spirit every moment, every day, and especially that voice of guidance in our lives. This verse from Romans 8.26 came to mind for me about this, this gift. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. This truth and this gift that the wonderful counselor, God's Spirit, is with us even when we don't know the next turn, even when we don't know what's going to happen or, or what's going to, where we're going in life. But the gift of God's Spirit, the wonderful counselor, is something that is there for all of us. Second one, mighty God. Um, I thought this could easily be mighty warrior, 
mighty ruler, something like that, but mighty God. And, and in my own life, the, the thing about this is I think about my God and your God is the truth that it's a God who really knows me. A God who knows everything about me and still desires to love me, still loves me and desires to be with me and be a part of my life. Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14, say it this way. For it was you, God, who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. But, but this gift of a God who knows me, and even though God knows the darkest, the things about me that, that I wish no one knew, God still chooses to love me. And in a world sometimes where we have to put on fronts or act a certain way around certain people, that is such a gift if we let that sink in. That the God who created me still wants to be with me despite all my junk. The mighty God who loves me and knows me. Third, everlasting father. Everlasting father. Um, you know, I, in an idealistic world, in a perfect world, each of us would be able to point to our, our earthly fathers and, and be, be thankful for them. And, and hopefully many of us have been blessed in that way. But it, it, we also know the reality that parents in, in our lifetime sometimes let us down, whether that be a father or mother or, or somebody else. But this truth, this gift that our everlasting Father, Jesus, in, 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 this, in this sense, that he is there everlasting. He's never going to walk out on us. He never goes away from us. He is always there for us to count on. He's ever present and always there. And that is a, another gift that, that I have clinged, clung to over the years and that I find so important as I think about Jesus' role in my life. He's the everlasting father that will never let me down, never walk away from me, but is always there. And then fourth, the prince of peace. Um, we know that this world is so often without peace. We know our own lives are so often without peace. There's stress, tension, anxiety. But this gift that through Jesus, there's the opportunity for peace to be brought into our lives. And, and even more than that, as we struggle each day, as, as we do our best to, to live for God, to follow Christ, um, for me, this really becomes really practical in a sense when, when I remember this verse from Hebrews 2. Because he himself, Jesus, was tested by what he suffered. He is able to help those who are being tempted. When Jesus entered this world as a baby and grew into a man, he literally experienced the things that we experience every day. The feelings of inadequacy, the feelings of 
what do people think about me? The feelings of how do I navigate that? There's nothing new that, that you and I deal with that Jesus doesn't know about. And because of that is the Prince of Peace. He is able to, to guide us and help us. And for me, I find that incredibly, incredibly powerful and, and such a gift as I do my best to live out faith in this world. So as you, as you open your gifts today and in the future or watch other people open their gifts, I, I encourage us all to remember some of these things some of these gifts that Jesus brings into our life. Um, they're obviously not presents that we can, we can take the bows off and rip the paper off, but they are truths and promises and gifts that not only carry us today in this moment on Christmas Day, but every day that are so significant to us as we live for God and, and follow Jesus in our faith. Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you so much for Christmas Day. We thank you for this time when you entered this world as Emmanuel, as God with us. That you know what it's like to be in this world and that you are with us through your spirit and your presence. God, we thank you for Jesus more than anything else and help us to keep that in perspective. Help us to remember that your love for us is never ending and that you are always there. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we come to the conclusion of the service, um, our time of response, uh, Melissa and I will be out the doors to my right. If you would like to talk or pray, um, if this gift of Jesus is something that, that you want to discuss, or maybe you've, you've got disconnected from that, we're happy to talk or pray with you about that. Um, but other than that, just remain seated as we sing our final song together and let's respond to God together.